Welcome to Exit the Red Race, the podcast for high performance who want to enter the next level in business and in life with more focus, more energy, clarity, and freedom. We don't do dusty book wisdom or guru quotes. It's all about real, extraordinary experiences and the raw lessons from daily life. He asks you the questions that no one else does. Sometimes tough, sometimes in your face, but always with one goal, challenging you to live your most legendary life. Here's your host, Daniel Kluke. Exit the Red Race. Legends, the topic of today is the anti-morning routine. Routine. No, not some fluffy clickbait. Really something to make you explore, rethink what you're doing right now. First of all, I'm not going to say that morning routines are bad. Absolutely not. Morning routines, in a way, there's a time and place for everything. But let's dive deeper into morning routines and why I have for you today the anti-morning routine routine. Yesterday, a friend was visiting me. And I know that guy as really a high performer, always producing great content, works in personal development too. And the image, in a way, the perception that I had from him was, and also based on our conversations, that he was always really structured. So I asked him for his current morning routines, if he was still doing the same thing, because he really had a detailed morning routine with a lot of activities. And he shared with me this. Daniel, I don't have that same morning routine anymore. And I will share with you why. Because what was going on, I wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Eh, just like the 5 a.m. club. Uh, uh, yeah, a morning routine set by Robin Sharma. Probably some others too. And what I was doing then, I did my workout I did my meditation, I did my journaling, my gratitude practice, my breath work, my cold shower. And when I was finished with all those things, it was already like two, three hours later. So it was 8, 8.30. And then for myself, and I've noticed this myself too, and I'm really curious if it resonates with you. In a way, I was distracting myself what I actually needed to do. It was like, okay, when I do all those morning routines, I feel great. And they are fantastic, Like especially if you use them with the anti-morning routine routine. There's nothing wrong with setting yourself up for a great morning, of course. But the question is, and that's also developing your own awareness, are you doing it to distract yourself? Is it helping you? And whereby is it helping you? In a way, everything we do as human beings has a gain and a price. When you do your breath work, probably you feel amazing. The price you pay, just a simple explanation, is probably some time. And we all have the same amount of time. But what we do with that time, that is a choice. And even this week, I got a question from another coach that is really helping people with integrating 
routines in their everyday life. And he asked me the question I get a lot when I teach or mentor people. Like, hey, Daniel, what is your current morning routine? And I said to him, I don't have a morning routine anymore. I'm much more intuitive. And he was like, whoa, because I'm the routine guy. I help people to implement routines. And that made me think back, what was my own journey that made me arrive where I am right now? In the past, I loved the 5 a.m. club. I read the book of the Miracle Morning. And there are so many, let's say, systems, programs out there about having a fantastic morning routine. And I followed them to the latter. But sometimes life was, let's say, presenting me with something different. My little boy was there and he was like, hey, uh, you need to help me with this. So I couldn't, let's say, complete or fulfill my morning routine. So instead of starting my day strong, I started my day feeling like a failure because I didn't even make a good start of my day. And of course it is perception, so bear with me. But on a deeper layer, unconscious, subconscious, that was what I was experiencing within myself. And it became really rigid. Now, a days... I'm using the anti-morning routine routine. And that means that I still have a strategy to start my day strong, but way more intuitive in a natural way. Because if you think about it for yourself, how much time are you spending? That's, that's really in your face. How much time are you spending right now on your morning routines? And is it helping you? Or is it a distraction for what you actually should do? Because imagine you wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and you start to work, for example, on your mission. If you have something that you really love to set in the world or you love your job or, or you have a business and you love to build your business. And instead of using those first three hours in the morning... You start to work on your business for three hours. And then after those three hours, you go to the gym or you do the meditation or you do your cold bath or whatever you want to do to, let's say, support your day, your health, mentally, physically. I'm not saying this is what you should do. But life is fluid. And if you can explore different ways of doing things... What will that bring you? So now for me, more on a fluidic way, I was the guy that woke up for a really long time at 5 a.m., did all those hours of morning routine. Now for myself, and I'm an entrepreneur, so I s don't set an alarm clock. I wake up intuitively. And every day I wake up differently. But I use that first pocket of the day to give myself what I need to thrive. And sometimes that is starting with work. Because the, 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 the inspiration is there. The creativity is there. My mind is like a clean sheet. But sometimes I'm a little bit off because my night was a little off. 
then in my routine, instead of working, and that's the anti-morning routine routine, it is intuitive, it is fluid. I, for example, go into my breathwork practice, or I'm going to meditate for half an hour, or I'm going to journal. Whatever I need in that moment. So, if I look back, I needed structures and and almost rigid kinds of ways. But I evolved. It was an evolution. And that's what I'm inviting you to explore. To try it differently. And one of my mentors once said, he loves loves coffee. So he said, the moment in the morning when I wake up, and I feel that urge and that longing that I need a coffee to start my day, then in a way I'm addicted. Then I'm dependent on that to feel good. Feel good about myself, feel good about my day. So then he changed it up. So And that's exactly the anti-morning routine. Routine is to not be rigid, is not be fixed, is constantly be fluid and explore and give yourself what you need. Do I love discipline? Do I love mental toughness? Of course. But even the, hi- the, the highest performers that I work with, they wake up every day differently because they are human beings. So again, it's an invitation. An invitation to f- do things differently. Do you have a strict morning routine right now? Is it working for you? Fantastic. Maybe you don't want to change anything. Perfect. Leave it like that. But even if it's fantastic right now, what, for example, if you for a month, a week, or a certain amount of time, start to explore with changing up your morning routine, changing up the times that you wake up. It's not a must. It's a choice. It's one of the best things of being human. We have the freedom to choose. And so even if you feel fantastic with your current morning routine, you start to explore something different. First of all, you learn new things about yourself. Maybe you hate it. You've learned something. And then again, you probably hate it in this moment in your life in this time. Maybe if you would do it in a year again, it would be completely different. So the anti-morning routine routine to really, let's say, conclude what it is is to have more awareness let go of any let's say now that you're that you're dependent on things to feel good in the morning feeling good by the way doesn't depend on your gratitude practice it doesn't depend if you drink coffee feeling good is first of all not the end goal in life it is what you do how you work on yourself, how you be fluid. If you're not fluid, let's say the the chance of happiness in general is lower. If you're not fluid, if you're rigid, life is not rigid, life is fluid. So you set your up for a life where you experience, because it's not the end goal, where you experiment or experience less joy and happiness in your life. This morning, woke up. It's weekend, by the way, eh? when I'm recording this. So I have a good cup of coffee, enjoying it. 
And I watched the new series on Amazon Prime. Lord of the Rings. Amazing. And it made me feel great. Could I have done work? Of course I could. Could I have produced more? Of course I could. Does it make me feel bad? Absolutely not. Because I'm now here sharing this message with you, feeling energized, feeling happy, and hope to inspire you with changing things up. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but I know that there is a seed planted in you right now, and I know that you start, uh, the, the high performer, the legend that you are, and that's part of being a legend and a legendary life, is I know you're going to go inwards. You're going to go check with yourself. What am I actually doing? Am I so stuck and rigid in my routines or can I do things differently? And then when you do things differently, and you go past the point maybe of the discomfort because you do something new, it feels amazing. Or not. That's the wonderful thing. You change things up. And even if you, let's say, would do things the same for many, many times, what I see happening a lot with all my clients, with all my students, is that, let's say, the result of all those morning routines start to degrade. If you do every day your morning breathwork practice, four rounds or something like that, 30 breaths, you do your cold shower every day, do a cold shower in the evening. Try to explore how that is. Because what I hear is that, in a way, you can check out. It's a little bit like driving with your car to work every day. You take the same route. At a certain point, maybe you have those moments that you realize, I'm not aware anymore. I'm just driving from A to B. But if you would choose a new route, driving to your work tomorrow, even if you're in your home, you walk differently to your room or your business that is attached to your house or wherever you do it, your awareness kicks in again. You're in a new environment. You're being stimulated. And if you do every time the same thing, the stimulation goes away. The results are going away. And I know that you're always exploring for yourself, how can you reach that legendary life? How can I be a legend? And this is not only me. I see it happening more and more around me. The anti-morning routine routine is gaining traction, and not only within my students and clients. And maybe not with that wording. It's just something that I came up with. And... To a disclaimer to this, I'm not only came up with this myself, but also with that friend that I was talking about yesterday. So what I, for example, saw was this week. There was a mentor of mine, and he was sharing his old agenda from three years ago, where in that agenda, everything was really structured, full days, from the morning at the beginning of the day until the end of the day. His workouts were incorporated in that. And his new schedule that he shared, he only effectively worked for five hours a day. 
And bear with me if you're a beginning entrepreneur or you're in a phase of, let's say, going to the next level with your business or your project at work. I know it is impossible. And if you're an employee, probably they don't like you if you start to work only five hours a day. But the most interesting thing was in the comments that I was reading in the post that he was making, there was one person saying, hey, your workouts are not scheduled anymore. Because let's be honest, most productivity gurus out there are telling you, you need to do this, pop, 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 really structured. And he says, yes, because now my workouts, I do them intuitively. And that is also part of the anti-morning routine routine doing things more intuitively. In a way, if you do things more intuitively and you start to listen to yourself and you implement the anti-morning routine, routine, and you really start to listen to yourself, you're taking away all the pressure that you're putting on yourself right now. Because it's not only that let's say the, the, the facts, the results of morning routines and structures are degrading, at a, at a certain point, or not at a certain point, when you think about it, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And it's not for everybody. It's like I'm generalizing now, by the way. Some people don't feel pressured by this, but I know a lot of you out there have really structured agendas, really structured routines because everybody tells you to do that. But what if you would be able to take that away? If what if you would, let's say, have the, the, the most necessary things are planned? Eh, you have like say, the, the, the primary things that need to happen. But the other things are more intuitive, more fluid. And I know that is scary because you probably, maybe, or maybe you think, Daniel, but then I start to need to listen to myself. And my, let's say, productivity guy or the book that I read or the course that I did told me to do it like this. And now I'm doing it right. But he, geez, what a pressure. Or not. That all depends on you. So the anti-morning routine, routine planning the most necessary things, having that awareness what you need in that day. And of course, you can make an agreement in that day, like, hey, I'm feeling really, really energized today. I'm going to do a double long workout. And you commit to yourself. You don't need an accountability buddy. You keep yourself accountable. And you start to explore. And in the beginning, it's frustrating. Because instead of having that really fixed roadmap from A to B now you start to do it more intuitively you start to listen to yourself you have that bullshit stories eh, the stories we all have in ourselves that internal chatter like hey I don't really feel like the gym but on a deeper level you know you should go but if you have that awareness checking in with your body what you actually need going past internal chatter, you start to become more aware. You start to become more connected to yourself and you start to become or perform better than you ever did with less pressure. And that's my 
gift that I want to share with you today. Have a higher performance with less pressure. Doesn't that sound amazing? Wishing you an amazing day. Thank you for joining us. If you don't want to miss an episode of Exit the Red Race, make sure to subscribe. Are you listening through Apple Podcasts? We'd love you to leave a review. Do you know someone who really should hear this episode? Share it in your favorite social media so you can tag them. Oh, and don't forget to tag Daniel as well. Want to know more about Daniel Kluken? Check out his website at danielkluke.com. Are you ready to live your legend? See you next time. Exit the rat race.